the juggle is real is um quite an appropriate topic today because I am feeling very overwhelmed. It's half term. I have the boys at home and I'm trying to get work done whilst also entertaining them. And it's just the never ending drama of having to juggle both work life and mum life. Hi, I'm Alexi. And I'm Karen. And this is the Crash Test Mummies Podcast. <laughs> and housework and keeping kids alive, which I count separately to actually being a mom, which is like <laughs> hugging my kids, being emotional support to them not smacking them on a regular basis. You know what I mean? Like keeping them alive, being the continual snack person is like just a whole nother job. Seriously, my kids, I don't know if it's just my kids, but it's like all day. I need a snack. I need a snack. And I swear I give them snacks all day and I turn around and they need another snack. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I think that the um, demands on a mum more than a dad, I think, why is it that they have to have me pour them a drink why can chris not do that and like jonah just came up and asked me um if he could have a a chocolate brownie even although chris is downstairs already i have to go down to the kitchen sort it out but uh yeah i i'm feeling a little bit run down and i think you are also feeling a bit run down and i think it's because we don't ever catch a break right yeah and i think we just have, like I always say, my I have my fingers in so many pies. Like I, mm. I spread myself out so thin that I can't, that I just get overwhelmed. And Karen's being kind. The reason why we are so behind on this podcast is because I literally had a mental breakdown, like the epitome of a mental mental breakdown, like last week, and I have just gone off the map completely. And I'm I'm just now recovering a little bit. So apologies to I'm everyone. Glad, I'm glad that you're recovering. Slowly but surely. <laughs> I think <laughs> I was um, doing a little bit of research on this topic earlier. Um, and uh, it is a very common topic for people to be discussing. And the juggle is real is like the phrase that is thrown around. And it's sort of, uh, what is it? What is it? That it was It was originally the struggle is real, right? And then people started saying yes. the snuggle is real. And then it was the juggle is real. And yes to all of the above. Because um, my, my situation initially was working as a teacher and looking after the kids. But the more kids I've had, the less I've been inclined to be a teacher. But also the more demanding kids have become in my life. And as they get older... They don't just need to be fed, like breastfed or um, played with on the floor. They need to be taken to clubs and they need to be uh, ferried back and forth to school. And I mean, it takes up your whole day. I mm-hmm. honestly do not know how I could maintain the job that I had and, you know, have the kids getting everywhere that they need to be. Um, and I salute anyone who has got a full-time job away from home as well as having to uh do all the kids stuff because it's just for me it's impossible yeah 
That's what I was going to say is I don't even think it matters if you're a full-time working mom or a stay-at-home mom. Like all of us feel this immense like pressure to juggle all the things and perfect all the things and be present for all the things and be perfect at all the things. And it's, it's hard. It's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure for sure. I think that you saying spreading yourself too thinly is, is really true because I, I feel like I'm not doing anything as well as I could be Mm -hmm. because I have so many things going on. And I know there's that thing about how you have too many tabs open in your head, but it's true because you've got your mum brain on, you've got a work brain, you've got household chores, what are you having for dinner, Mm -hmm. payments, finances, grown-up stuff, and it's all in there. And it's all working all the time. And I need separate days to do separate things, but I no. I tell you what I need is Her, um, Hermione's time turner from Harry Potter. I, I quite often think if I had a time turner and I could go back in time and use that time again to maybe get the laundry done, that would really help me because there are literally not enough hours in the day for me to achieve everything that I need to achieve. I know, totally. And on top of that, like for me, I think because I'm just such a disorganized mess, I I always tell myself, okay, this year I'm going to like organize my calendar and make sure that I like spend my, like my minutes, my hours in a more practical way instead of just like getting so overwhelmed that I don't do anything at all, which does happen, (laughs) which I don't like admitting that, but it does happen. And I'm like, or I spend, you know, like two hours cleaning the kitchen and like, then I get distracted. I start scrubbing the walls and it's like, did the walls need scrub though? Like probably not. Like I really could have done something better with that. And like, I haven't posted on my Instagram and probably over a week. And I said to my husband, like I'm erasing it because I just find it to be annoying and overwhelming and not worth the time and energy and emotionalness that I spend in it. But it's like, at the same time, it's my job and like where, and then like my kids are over here and now I have to, I have them at home all day because they don't go to school anymore because my seizures and I'm like, I also have to like homeschool them and make a curriculum and that's not happening. Mm. <laughs> like I've had to put that on the back yeah. burner and how bad of a mom does that make me that that's become like the last thing, my priority. And that's the problem is I see all these moms on Instagram who are managing to do everything and they're posting all these amazing things or whether they're doing with their kids. And I'm like, dude, literally shut up but I'm that's I'm not I don't mean it to them because that sounds rude I think it's amazing but I'm just not that good (laughs) no I just think that you're more realistic and you don't really know what their lives are like you know behind the camera they might be awful or they're not they are not they do not have their shit together like it appears I know that's true because no one can um and I think like in the olden days when um mother's stayed at home and didn't have the pressure of also having a paid job like an income uh that they could just get on with you know um doing the doing the chores looking after the kids Mm. and there also wasn't this distraction and comparison thing with social media because you know they weren't sitting on their phones on instagram they were in their own little bubble they were getting on with their stuff and it was just a less complicated time because, I mean, yes, they would go out and they would socialize and stuff. But yeah, and the way like they would be scrubbing their their clothes on that little you know yeah. washboard thing while talking to their neighbor who was also scrubbing her clothes on the washboard thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I think that we put the pressure on ourselves and we pile that on. And and the question is, do we need to be doing all of those things or do we do we put the pressure on ourselves because we think that that's what we should be doing? I mean, like you said, do you need to be scrubbing the walls? Well, what are the priorities? Right. It's just so I easy to get distracted. Like I'm, I'm washing the dishes and then I see like there's handprints all over the walls. I'm like, that is going to drive me nuts if I don't clean it up. And then next thing I know, I've cleaned the walls, every single wall downstairs. You know what I mean? And I'm like, mm. oh my gosh, my plan today was to, you know, sit down and get some content done. And like, you just said something genius that I hadn't even thought of, but it is so true. Like women whose husbands make enough money that they are able to focus solely on like being a parent and being a homemaker. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Like I was thinking about it the other day, like if I didn't have to earn any money, I'd be such a better mom. <laughs> I really think that I'm not saying that, that, that their job's easy. There's still so much of a juggle there. Um, the thi- but yeah, it's I mean, just like looking back and there was a time where a woman's only job was to clean the house, take care of the kids and cook dinner. And I mean, you know, now we're pushed to like women power. I'm not saying we shouldn't work. That's not what I'm saying, but it does kind of sound No, but nice. that's the thing. <laughs> that's the interesting thing that um, before there was sort of the evolution of feminism, which is a brilliant thing. Uh, there wasn't a need for two incomes, but now because of house prices and everything that goes with it, That's house yeah. prices have gone up. Mm-hmm. It's all about yeah, you need a double income. Yeah, it's not just the man provides. If you're on one income, uh, it, it can be a bit tight, really. Yeah. yeah, and I feel blessed that I can stay at home and that I ha- have been able to find an opportunity that allows me to be at home with my kids. Because what I've seen is that women who are working out of home, they're spending almost their whole paycheck just putting their kids in daycare all day. And then whatever yeah. they have left, it's like, like that's that's stressful. That's a lot of, of emotional, financial, and physical stress, you know? Yeah, I think that the childcare costs are a big strain on people's families. And I, I'm lucky that I'm in a slightly... Um, unique situation maybe not not unique but it's not as common or traditional as some but um basically chris is the one who is the house household guy he does the washing and he does the cooking and the cleaning and i do i do i do do it but he does most of it definitely and He's almost like the stay-at-home parent, even although we're both at home, because I am the main one who uh, earns the money by doing the work. You're the breadwinner. Um, That's the word. <laughs> yeah, um, and I don't like that because I feel like it discredits everything that Chris does because you know everything that he does is just as important and integral to our family as me earning the money no totally but in a um, man in a man run society that's what men are called the breadwinners and women are called yeah the, the bread makers right yeah <laughs> and we yeah. know that that job is no less important but it doesn't change the terminology so it shouldn't be different yeah totally the breadwinner. and like circling back to um child care costs if if he did go out and work like some people think that he should, you know, people are like, oh, he's at home. 
what's his job? Well, he's um, a parent mm-hmm. and he supports me in my work. Oh, right. Uh, has he thought about going to get a job? Well, no, he has a job. And, you know, if if he went out to work just to sort of appease uh, popular Society, opinion, yeah. then we would be seriously out of pocket just for that. It seems ridiculous that there's this pressure to go out and work when actually, for a lot of people, childcare, um, sorry, it's cheaper to stay at home than to go out to work and pay for childcare, isn't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. Totally. That's what we found from the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. It's just a weird world that we live in and so much has changed and society and culture, the expectations. And again, I think it takes us right back to the juggle is real and the pressure that we put on ourselves. It's not just the pressure that we put on ourselves. It's the pressure that we may feel that is put on us by society. Again, because yes. of things like social media and you know, media in general, just feeling like what we're doing is never enough. Um, yeah. Which is painful. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's, it, I, I really do find it extremely And damaging. that's not just for parents either, is it? It's That's for everyone, this yeah. sort of idea of... I, I heard someone the other day on the radio saying that we are raised to be two types of people. Um, either can... Well, not two types of people, but like both. We are raised to earn money and we are raised to buy products it's all about working in an an incredible job that earns you enough money to also buy products that are being made and it's like this sort of vicious circle of having to spend money and make money and it, it misses the point of what's important um and and people do feel pressured to to achieve that and i think when you have a family in our society nowadays, when we've said that, um, you know, both parents are having to go out and work or be at home and work, but still um, actually doing work, which I find impossible. Um, it's it's too much, too much going on. And, and there are literally not enough hours in the day for me personally. So what do you think the answer is to... Well, I don't know. I... <laughs> Interestingly, I think that I found it easier when I was out at work because one of the things I struggle with is dividing my time when I work at home. And I know that a lot of people work at home. Um, And, you know, Chris and I are both at home, but I I can't shut myself off. And it's not just that I uh, physically can't shut myself off because Fox is trying to climb on my lap in the office while Chris is you know doing the dishes but um I want to spend time with my kids when I'm at home and I find it really difficult to say no sorry I have to do work because Fox is so freaking cute I just want to cuddle him all the time right (laughs) um but like the job of school runs and stuff I mean it takes up the whole day oh I know that's I always tell people when I was taking the kids to school in the mornings Their school was 30 minutes away, so I would drive them 30 minutes there, you know, do the whole drop-off with two kids, which takes, you know, 15 minutes. Sometimes I would have a coffee with my friend, and then I would drive Mm -hmm. the 30 minutes back. Then I would have, by that point, only like an hour and a half left before I'd have to drive the 30 minutes there again, and then drive the 30 minutes back. I know. And it's like, that's two hours of my day that I spent driving, and then just kind of waiting for my kids to get done school, because an hour and a half isn't like long enough to really get done, like, in my head – 
I would, when I put them in school, it's like, I have four hours to get done like work and get on the Peloton and get a workout done every day and like have time for me to really get stuff done. And what I found was that I was so overwhelmed when I would get home, like you and I would jump on and do a podcast and I would be like, well, I only, you know, I only have X amount of time. We got to get this done. And then by the time it was done, I had to jump in my car and go back and get the kids. And I'm like, really? Mm. That's all I could get done in that time. Yeah. Yeah. Painful. I know. I, um, there's a lovely lady that I'm friends with on Instagram that I met in real life at a sort of self-care event. And she said something that was super useful to me. And that was once you start something, like just focus on that and do it until it's finished. And I know that sounds really stupid and really like, well, obvious, but I find that I start so many different things and I never get around to, you know, completing them all. Like, oh, I'll start replying to that email, but then I'll check my Instagram and then I'll just quickly go and do the dishwasher and I'll go back to the email and I'll, you know, go pick up the kids. And it's not, it's not conducive to, um, like uh, making the most of my time, I guess. So uh, one thing that I have found uh, is useful for dealing with multiple demands is trying to focus on one thing at a time and getting it done. Um, And I have to sort of also start the day um, in a good mindset. So Chris and I have started getting up really early so that we have enough time. Because when I stopped working as a teacher, uh, I was really enjoying like sleeping in till eight o'clock and then getting the kids ready for school and it all being a mad rush. But we're trying to get up at like 6.30 now and it gives us time to have a coffee, watch the news, then uh, get the kids ready. Um, but I would quite like to start doing like Pilates in the morning. And I think that when I've had a good stressless morning, I am sort of more open to, well, I have a better outlook on the day. Uh, that helps me. No, totally. When I was thinking about ways that would help with this, with the juggle, I thought about like a morning routine. Unfortunately, my kids wake up at between 5.30 and 5.50 every day. Like, <gasps> yeah, it's miserable. Oh my goodness. And it's kind of like become a new thing that's really rocking my world right now. <laughs> it's been tough. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what time they go to bed. They're still up at mm. between 5.30 and 5.50. And my kids like are going all day long. Like Adam and I, I mean, everyone who meets them, they're like, I've, I've never seen kids who just don't stop like yours. I'm mm. like, yeah, this is like my life. <laughs> They're insane. <laughs> but what I've found is that when I'm able to create a calm morning, never for myself, never like where I get to have a cup of coffee and relax on the couch before the kids get up. But even if I can get the kids sitting down, turn on some relaxing music, have them painting, you know, have a nice breakfast. If I can get that done, it's always so much better than the mornings where you know, Hudson's throwing a fit, Presley's screaming. They don't like what I cook them for breakfast. You know, they're yelling at me to put something on the TV and I'm just trying to like wake up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which, but yeah, I totally think that's a huge aspect of it is just creating an environment, especially first thing in the morning where you're feeling ready to thrive and and face a day. And that sounds really petty when I say it out loud, like 
really that's your solution. But I think it is a really good first step. Oh, totally. I think if you have that mindset that you're willing to try and uh, you're kind of open to trying new things in order to get, uh, well, I think you're always trying to better yourself, aren't you? And you want to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And for me, that is uh, being organized and um, not lazy, but um, I do find that I uh, procrastinate a lot and I don't get as much done. I'm not in a rush to get things done. And and I know that I could maybe motivate myself a bit more. However, when you have kids and you don't get enough sleep, it's very difficult to motivate yourself. Yeah. And it's like those moments that you do get where your kids are calm. It's so mm. easy to just want to take that time to relax your own brain instead of stress your brain even more and focus on going, going, going and getting things done. Like I find that yeah. when I ha- when my kids are behaving and I have five seconds of peace, all I want to do is just sit down, have a cup of coffee and just relax in the peace or like even just get yeah. the laundry done and listen to a podcast. And then I feel guilty because I should be doing work and I should be responding to the 10 emails in my inbox and I should be sharing all the responses to the question I asked yesterday on my Instagram. And I should be commenting on everybody's picture who commented on mine, you know, but I'm like, I just like my mental health, like I need a break, especially recently. I I just need a break. I need to enjoy that Mm -hmm. break. Yeah. I think, um, not Instagram. I think exercise helps, uh, helps a lot. And I can imagine for you that it does with, um, the Peloton, but I, um, yeah, I think that maybe moving a bit more in a positive way might kind of give me a bit more energy. And I also find that doing exercise in the day helps me to sleep better at nighttime, which means that I'm more refreshed the next day. Um, what kind of exercise do you do? Do you do Peloton um, most days? There was a time where I was doing the Peloton every day. Those were the days. Mm. But I think that... I don't even know, honestly, what happened. I feel like I was in a much better mental space like six months ago, and I don't know why, but I do know that I do need to get working out again because I we say this in like every single episode, but you're so right. Getting Finding the time to exercise literally gets all the right things going and makes you feel so much better. Yeah, even if you feel like, oh, it's so can't be bothered yeah, with this. Exactly. I just want to – Yeah. Exactly. I, I never regret it afterwards. No, I never regret it afterward. I don't even regret it like while I'm doing it. I just re- I just hate that I had to put my workout clothes on. I had to put my sports bra <laughs> yeah. on and my my boobs hurt. And I have to like <laughs> convince myself that I want to sweat. And like, do I have time after this to take a shower before I have to do whatever it is I have to do later? You know what I mean? I yeah. have to really like have a, a conversation with myself and talk myself into it. Yeah. But I think another thing that's really like worth noting, which I think you like mentioned well earlier, is the importance of having a supportive spouse. And mm-hmm. I think I'm really lucky in that respect, especially lately, because I've been going through like a really rough time like mentally. Adam's so- totally stepped up and, you know, he's been getting up with the kids early in the morning, letting me sleep in being super good about if I'm feeling exhausted during the day or I need to get some work done, just saying, well, I'll take the kids out so you can get things done, cleaning up the kitchen. Like I'll come down and the dishes are done. And I think that for some men, it's a matter of saying, listen, I need you right now. Like I'm really feeling stressed. Can you do X, Y, and Z? 
I think uh, mm. like they don't always know that you need it, you know, yeah. because you, you do it like, this is what you do. You get into this thing and you do it and you do it. And then life gets crazy and they don't pick up the little clues. <laughs> and I mm. think it's important to have that communication and be like, listen, I really need your help. Can you just do this today? Yeah. Yeah, you can't expect, um, well, I know that I can't expect Chris to know what I want all the time. Sometimes it's easier for me just to tell him rather than waiting for him to do something that I expect him to do and then get mad at him. Yeah. It's like, well, I could just make it easier and tell you exactly what I want you to do. Yeah, and it is easier. And if I, I that's what I've realized is like, if I just say, look, I'm not doing this today. I'm too tired. Like, I'm way overwhelmed. I can't even think about it. You put the kids to bed. It's not, yeah. it's not a fight. It's always like, oh, okay. Well, as, yeah. of, as of like the last two weeks, it hasn't been. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Um, you mentioned about going out for coffee with friends after the school run. Do you think it's important to make time to socialize as well? Mm, yeah, totally. I think it's important. But that's another one of those things that I think as moms, we often put off because we find ourselves yeah. being so tired that we might make plans. And then when the it comes to it, we're like, actually, you know what? I'm just going to cancel because I'm exhausted and the kids have been crazy today and I just don't have the emotional energy to like hold a conversation. And I think that happens more often not than not, especially because I find for me, especially, I just find friendships sometimes can be exhausting. Hmm. And I love my friends and they're fantastic, but it's like, I have to emotionally be there for them and I have to open up about my emotions. And sometimes I'm just not in a state where I feel like I can be that person after a full day of cleaning, listening to my kids screaming and everything else. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I was having a conversation with one of my friends today, actually, um, about, so we were supposed to go to something an event last night and she sent me a message saying I, I really got too much on I can't go and I said it's fine so she was apologizing today she's like I'm really sorry I was like honestly as parents we just can't have this expectation of each other that we used to have when we were kids you know like you you can't if someone cancels, I don't hold it against them at all because I would hope that they wouldn't hold it against me. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I should have to explain it. And just sometimes you have a genuine reason or sometimes you just are too tired. Yeah. And you just need to be flexible as parents. And I think it, you know, if you have the opportunity to go out for coffee with your friends, it can be really nice. Um, but likewise, if you don't feel like it, then don't make it another um, to-do that you have piled on. Right. But then I feel like every time I do go, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I went. And it, and it yeah. feels so refreshing. It's just, again, just like exercising, getting the energy and finding the oomph in me to get out the door and go do something. <laughs> yeah. It's not even depression. <laughs> it's literally just like there are a million, I, I feel guilty. There's a million things that I should be doing. I don't want to leave Adam with the kids for me to go out and see a friend. Like I feel obligated to be here to help, you know, I don't want yeah, to just put someone else in charge. And that's also me being OCD and wanting to do everything myself, but <laughs> <laughs> control freak. Yeah. That's another uh, podcast episode. So <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, no, I'm the same. I, I was going to say, I, I know I'm not the only one who is like, I can't let him pack their lunch or they're going to get stuff that I wouldn't pack. And like, that's unacceptable. And so then I, <laughs> I am the one who packs, their, stays up late packing their lunches every night because I won't give up that duty because I'm just being an idiot. You know what I mean? Like yes. my life could be so much easier if I would just let people help me, but I don't. <laughs> just let people yes. help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think that if I had parents close by, which we don't have either of our parents nearby, uh, life might be a bit easier, but we don't feel comfortable asking anyone else to look after the kids because they're still so young. And let's face it, a bloody nightmare. So I uh, feel that, you know, we have to do everything with them. And uh, if my mum was here, for example, you know, I could just say, do you want to come in for coffee and look after the kids while I just go and have a mm. bit of a break? <laughs> um, but yeah, also the control thing, like we've mentioned before, I cannot have uh, anyone else be up in the night with the kids because I, and by anyone else, I mean Chris, uh, I don't trust him to actually meet their needs as I see fit, which is never a good thing, really. Uh, I could make my life easier if I let go of some of these ideas that I have um, but maybe that's what all mothers are like although maybe not maybe they're like no they are well I don't know if they're all like that but you and I definitely are so I mean I feel better yeah. in the fact that it's not just me that's gotta yeah. that's gotta be better than knowing that it's just you right yeah exactly so if you will what we do what we always do if you had the one piece of advice for moms who feel like their life is overwhelmed and they are struggling to be perfect at all the things and do all the things and get their kids where they need to go and keep them fed and healthy, what would your advice be? Uh, Delegate, I would say. Uh, Don't be afraid to ask people to do things for you. Like, even if it's like a simple thing, like go to the pharmacy to pick up medication or uh, take the kids to school rather than you doing it so you can catch up with stuff or uh people are always happy to help um so you know if you have family nearby brilliant but if you don't and you have friends like school mums or Mm. school parents they get it totally and uh plus if you ask them then they know that you owe them so they can use you next time that's why i always tell adam because he's always like no we can't ask them to do that we don't know them well enough and i'm like would you do it for them yeah yeah okay well then they won't mind doing it for us like it's just we all have kids. We're all going through the same struggles. If there's an emergency and I need help, like I know that there, I know the people. And like you said, it's mostly school moms who would be there mm. and be like, it's not even a problem. Don't even think about it. And I would do the same for them. Like you said, I don't yeah. even need to know the situation. If they said they needed help, I would help them without even thinking twice. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you finish the following sentence... When I feel overwhelmed, I I take a nap. Nice. And very Adam, nice. That's a bad, that's like on a weekend because whenever Adam's around, if I'm overwhelmed, I take a nap. And <laughs> so that's really not an accurate answer. When I feel overwhelmed, <laughs> I in a very similar sense, I take a step back and I do give myself five minutes apiece. I put the kid, if I need to, I will put the kids in front of the TV for five minutes. I will put, like, get the paint stuff out. The painting and the Play-Doh and stuff is always a go-to for me. Here, guys, I need five minutes. They're really receptive to that. And I just go upstairs 
and I take five minutes to breathe and yeah, not yeah to breathe. Crime junkie. Yeah, and maybe cry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my love. No, but yeah, I think that I think like that's what we need sometimes is just a minute, and we Mm. never like you said, there's not enough minutes in the day to give ourselves a minute. But I have, it's important to give yourself that minute to just. Like look at things and reflect and realize that whatever you're feeling or however stressed you are, it's probably not as intense as it feels in that moment. So I think we have covered quite a lot of areas there and we're not here to offer advice. We are just here to share our experiences and we would love to hear yours as well. So if you want to get in touch, please do. Please email us or get in touch with us via our Instagram at the underscore crash test underscore mummies. Please leave us a five star rating if you like it and please share it with your friends. Okay, Lex, I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye everyone. See you next Tuesday.